the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. See, God drops the plumb line of his law, his commandments. He drops it down from heaven. And our job is to line up with that plumb line that he, that he gives us. That's why we thank God for his word. Because it helps us see where we're leaning, see where we're wrong, see where we're not doing things the way we should do. And if we're going to receive a reward by doing what God says do, then we want to know everything that we're not doing that's going to get us that reward so that we can step into what God has in store for you. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the law. Praise God. Now, 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 he goes on to say, stanza number nine, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? See, it's important for us who were born again somewhere after two, you know, after year two, after year three, something like that, you know, because I know some of y'all was born again when you was two or three, so you don't really know nothing about sin, praise God, amen. But, but some of us, we, we gave the devil decades of our lives before we finally found out what's right. That's why y'all young people, you just ought to shout the victory. Praise God. Because that's less nonsense that you got to be able to get out your head. Because if you gave them 20, 30 years, it might take 10, 15 to get some of that stuff up out of there. Hallelujah. Why, 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 why my parents keep me in church all the time? So you, so you can have your mind right. So that you can learn what's right. Does that make sense? So you don't have to be going through all the scrubbing we got to do. Where, how does a man cleanse his, his way? By getting that word on the inside of him. That word cleanse right there means to be translucent. But I like this. Figuratively, it means to be innocent. See, God wants to put you in a position of innocence. That's the very dis- first dispensation that man had the privilege to be able to live in. Come on, VBBS. That's the very first dispensation that man had the chance to live in. It's called the dispensation of innocence. Where man had no wrong thinking, had no wrong ways, that he was operating sinless back in those days. And God wants to return that to you. Because, see, that's the full restoration of God giving us back our lives like we ought to. It's not just that he reconnects us back to the Father, but he puts us back in the status that we were prior to the fall. And the status that we were prior to the fall was a sinless man. And God wants to restore that to you so that you can have the opportunity to live your life out as a sinless man. As a man that don't make mistakes. A person who is innocent of everything. Because the Bible says when we live our lives out like we're supposed to, the Bible says against such there is no law. There ain't nothing wrong with what we do when we do what God says do. But God wants to restore us to that place of innocence so we can be able to live that life out like we're supposed to. That's why figuratively when a man cleanses his ways, he is becoming innocent. It also translates to made, be made clean. See, this word of God that God gives me and you will make us clean. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it also means to be counted pure. Whereas God will count you as pure. Count you as pure. That when they look at you, be like, yeah, okay, that's just right. You're pure. That's what God wants us to be. But look what happens. Wherewithal shall a man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. That word wander means stray. Don't let me stray away from those commandments. 
Why? Because that light, that word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. See, when we hide the word of God in our heart, it puts us in the position that we might not sin against him. The reason why it's might is because there's still a choice to be made when the opportunity is presented to you. There's still a choice to be made. Because like some of us, we got some word up in our heart. But we still make bad choices. Amen. That's because sometimes you don't need cleansing, you need scrubbing. Hallelujah. Some stuff can't come out in a quick rinse. <laughs> Some stuff it take a while. Some of us need scrubbing. Hallelujah. We got to hide this word in our heart. That word hid right there by implication means to hoard or reserve. To hoard or reserve. So when they hid the word in their heart, they hoarded the word. Got as much of it as they could. See, some of us ain't, word, ain't satisfied with one scripture on what God has to say about it. We want to hoard all of them to us. And then when you're hoarding it, you got your arms like wrapped around it and you're looking at it. You know, like that dog does, the little puppy you got, that little dog that you got. When you put something in his dish, praise God, before you wagging his tail all nice, love you and stuff like that. Once you put something in his dish, that's his dish. You better not get near it. And you just want to pet him. You're like, dang. That's all we ought to be about that word. We ought to hoard this word. Get it around us and don't let nobody or nothing come up in there. Y'all not with me up in here. It also translates esteem. Esteem. See, it means that we don't, only have, we don't only have the word in our hearts, but we should highly esteem the word that is in our hearts. The word esteem means to regard highly or favorably. We ought to regard it highly or favorably. It also means to regard with great respect or admiration. We ought to regard the word of God as in our heart with great respect and admiration. Like, thank you, Lord, for this word. It means to consider as a, a certain value. Consider it as a certain value. And the word of God should be highly esteemed in our lives. Highly valued in our lives. Why? Because it's with this word that I won't be able to sin against you. It's when this word I won't be able to sin against you, and I don't want to sin against you. Oh. But I like this one. This one is an archaic definition. It's like so old that most folk don't even use it no more. But the reason why he wants us to uh, uh, hide this word in our heart, remember I said it translates esteem. The word esteem also means judgment or opinion. Judgment or opinion. I like that one the most of them all. Because when we hide God's word in our hearts and esteem what he shared with us and showed with us about our sin, God's word on the matter will become our judgment. It'll become our judgment. God's thought about the matter will become our opinion on the matter. Because it starts off as his opinion, then it turns into our opinion. It starts off as his judgment, but it turns into our judgment. And see, let me help you on this one. When, it, when God's word becomes your word, when God's judgment becomes your judgment, when God's thinking becomes your thinking, oh, see, we, we, we got something there. Because at that time, you ain't going to have to try to remember what God said about a matter because this is not what you think about the matter. 
You ain't going to have to try to live up to what God said. This ain't no struggle here. This is when it gets in your heart. This is now the way you think about it. And once you think about something the way God thinks about something, the easiest thing in the world to do from that moment forward is to not do. See, when you think about things the way God thinks about things, can I tell you what most of our problem is? We don't think about things the way God thinks about things. We kind of know what God said about it, but we don't think that way. We won't want to say it in front of nobody, especially good Christians. We won't want to say it, but in our minds, it's, it's all right. I know he said we shouldn't, but there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, he's talking about drinking mixed drinks and strong drinks and stuff. It's, I don't see nothing wrong with it, praise God. In fact, I got a little taste up under my cabinet, praise God. And I, and I pull it out a little every once in a while, you know, just on special holidays, you know, stuff like the sun came up. That's good enough, <laughs> praise God. You, you, you know, <laughs> You know how we do, praise God. Why? Because we don't see it the way God sees it. I don't really see anything wrong with, you know, laying and rubbing on somebody, praise God. Amen. I mean, we didn't have, like, real sex or nothing. We just kind of like, well, it was foreplay. That's all it was. We just rubbed on one another and kissed on one another and got all agitated by one another. That's, that's all we did. We, we kept saying no. We kept stopping. We don't see it the way God sees it. When God says, if you pull fire to your bosom, won't you get burnt? Some of y'all like, but that's all right. I got back team. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) Neosporin. Praise God. See, we, we need to see it the way God sees it. And that's one of the reasons why God's trying to draw us close to him so that we can take his vantage point. So we can begin to start seeing things the way he sees things. Because when he sees things the way he's, when you see things the way he sees things, trust the brother on this one. You will never be interested in doing it again. Because now you have the mind of Christ. And stopping comes without struggle. Stopping comes without struggle at that point. Because now you got God's mind on the matter. Because you hid his word in your heart. You valued his word in your heart. You now have judgment based upon his word in your heart. How shall a young man cleanse his way? By getting God's word in your heart. Here's what most of us have not done. We haven't got it in our heart. We get it in our head. But can I help you with this? Your head is the battlefield. That's the battlefield. That's where the war goes on, right there. And every place, every time you put that God's word in there, here come a scud missile from the devil, come in and blow up that area right where that word was. That's why he was, he was excited about it when you heard it, but then not excited about it later. Why? Because he attacked it and changed your way of thinking about it to keep you thinking about it the way that you used to think about it when he got those words up on the inside of you. But our job is to be able to get God's word up on the inside of us And then we will walk in the spirit and therefore we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We'll do it according to the way God said do it. And from that point forward, we'll have God's best. Turn to Psalms 19. We're almost through. Psalms number 19. I just got a little bit more for you. We'll dive into it deeper next time. 
Psalms number 19. We got to get his word on the inside of us. We got to hide his word in our heart. This word that God gave you is off the first side. Psalms number 19. We'll start reading stanza number 17. See, the law of the Lord is the perfect tool that's provided by God to take us to school so that we can learn what we need to learn to live right. The law of the Lord is the perfect tool that's provided by God to take us to school so that we can learn what we need to learn to be able to live right. Because the reason why you live like you do because you don't know what you should know. Because if you knew what you should know, if you, if you knew what you should know, you wouldn't be living so. Remember, 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 you think I'm making it up? Remember, remember, remember when Jesus was on the cross? Remember he was all strung up and he was going to speak to judgment down on me and you? He said, forgive them. Did he give a reason? Why? Because they know not what they do. They don't know no better. They don't know no better. But when you increase in knowledge, it sets you free. And the reason why you're bound up because you ain't got God's word in thee. But if you can get this thing in your heart, what God had to say about that, I'm telling you, things will change. Psalms number 19, stanza number 7. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are, is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More, are, more to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. Why is that? Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping them, there is great reward. See, the word gives you warning of what it is that you should and should not do. Warning of how it is that you ought to conduct yourself so that you can be able to live out what God has in store for you. That's why he drops the law. The law is your school teacher to be able to come and be able to teach you what you need to know and understand about how important it is to be able to live submitted under God's mighty hand. That word law right there, I said, means teachings and instructions. Every time you hear the word of God, class is in session. Every time you hear read the word of God, class is in session. The law of the Lord is perfect. That word perfect right there means entire. But it also means it's integrity and it's truth. The word of the God is integrity. It is truth. That's why it also translates without blemish and without spot. The word of God is without blemish and without spot. But I love the word of God. Because the word of God will change you into what it is. It'll never change into what you are. It'll change you into what it is. So if God puts a word in you that's without blemish and without spot, its intention is to change you into a person that's without blemish and without spot. If God can get a word on the inside of you that's without blemish and without spot, it'll change you into a person who is without blemish and without spot. To the point that you'll live your life out in such a way Whereas you will not be able to be all spotted and all blemished and all jacked up. Come on, have a blemish record. Your character all jacked up, messed up. You don't have to be like that. That word perfect also translates upright. Eastside Detroit Dictionary says it's straight up. Straight up. That word is straight up. 
It's the plumb line that God drops from heaven so that our life on earth can be like heaven. It's the plumb line that God drops in heaven, from heaven, so that our life on earth can be like heaven. God wants your life on earth to be just like it is in heaven. And it's a good life up in heaven, praise God. But so what, did, what does he do to do that? He drops a plumb line, calls his law, and says, this is what I want to teach you about what you should do. This is what I want to teach you about you, what you should not do. And how does he teach you what you should not do? By showing you what you should do. Pray without ceasing. Which automatically tells you two things. Number one, to pray. Number one, not, don't find yourself not praying. He tells you what to do. See, when we line up with the plumb line of the law of the Lord, we'll be perfect in our actions too. When we line our life up with the perfect law of the Lord, then we'll be perfect in our actions too. That's because that because that's because of what that perfect plumb line from heaven will do for me and you. Look what it said it'll do. It's converting the soul. That word converting right there means to turn back, hence to turn away. It means to turn back, hence to turn away. So when you get this word up on the inside of you, it'll turn your mind back to what it should be focused on, causing it to turn away from what it shouldn't be focused on. Because a lot of us who have done bad actions it's because they're precursor with bad thoughts. Amen. But God will get you to turn away from those by giving you a word that tells you, no, look at this. Pay attention to this. Take heed to this. It's converting the soul. And it also makes wise the simple. The simple are the silly. That's what it means. The word simple means silly. But check this out. That is seducible. Because silly folk are seducible folk. Silly folk are seducible folk. They can be seduced. They can be drawn. They can be drawn. They can be inspired to do things that they ought not do. Ask me why. Because they're silly. (laughs) But God got a solution for silliness. And what is that? Wisdom. God said, I want to make you wise. That word wise means to be wise, but it's talking about in mind, in word, and in action. In mind, in word, and in action, which means you'll be wise in your mind. You'll know the true insight into a matter. That when somebody be able to come and tell you something or suggest something, you won't be seduced because you know the true insight into a matter. They'll be like, come on, let me like this. (laughs) Here, here. Hit this. Like, oh, no. You'd be like, oh, no. Come on. You've been all tight. You've been all tight. Just hit this. It'll, it'll calm your nerves. Just one time. Come on. Hit it. Hit it. You will be wise. You'll say, let me see. Why do you think they call it dope? <laughs> Just look up definitions for dope. And know that you are what you eat and what you smoke. <laughs> Look at him up in here. You'll know the true insight of the matter. You see, brain cells are going to die when I do this. With every hit, I'm about to knock out a whole subdivision of my mind. You ain't got no more room to be giving up no more mind. So you'll you, you, you have wisdom. No. So there you show wisdom of word 
and it'll be, you won't do it, which is wisdom of act. So you quit being silly and do what you're supposed to do. Stanza number eight says, the statutes of the Lord are right. Rejoice in the heart. That word right means straight. That these things are straight. Remember, straight up, they are, they are right. Everything God say is right. Everything that he tells us is right. I don't know about that. What did he say? It's right. I've never did it that way. I know. That's why he's telling you so you can do it that way. It's right. And after you do it, you'll be doing what the next part is saying. That's rejoicing heart. You'll be all excited. Be able to brighten up, praise God, because things are going to be looking up. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Shoot. The fear of the Lord is clean. I know that's right. The word clean right there means pure. Enduring forever. Because the reason why things decay is because of, 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 of filth. Yeah, filth. Yeah, it's unclean. And that's why things decay. But the, but the word of God is pure. That's why it endures forever. It stands forever. You got to understand, Pastor, that was written way back then, and this is the 2000s. My God. The word of God is pure. It stands forever. Which means I don't care what they're doing today. If it don't match what God said, it's nasty. Because God's word is pure. Anything else is nasty. Well, I don't see a problem with two people who love one another, who are men, coming to the altar to be wed. Ugh! The Bible says that's nasty. Now, I ain't speaking about the people. I'm talking about the action. Because God loved the people. But that don't change that the action's nasty. If I described it to you, you'd agree with me. Sitting there looking like I'm not sure. Well, let me describe the action. Oh, now you're in agreement with me. Now you're in agreement with me. <laughs> That's just straight nasty. Ugh. It's the word of God that's pure. So if we want to be pure, we got to do it the way God said it. I don't see the problem. I do. Because it enlightens your eyes. The word of God will enlighten your eyes. That's number nine. It says the fear of the Lord is clean and doing forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. The word true right there means stability, certainty, truth, and trustworthy. That's stuff you can bank on. Stability, certainty, truth, and trustworthy. And they righteous altogether. That means right in a moral sense. They just right altogether. Ain't nothing wrong about them. Stance number 10 says, more to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned. And in keeping them, there is great reward. It says by them, that's those, 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 those commandments, is thy servant warned. And, and in keeping them, there is great reward. But notice that the reward doesn't come from the warning. It comes from the keeping. The, the reward doesn't come from the warning. Which means when you get the warning, a lot of times you ain't excited about that. Yeah, whatever. Just keep it. Just do what God said do. Because when you keep it, that's when you get a chance to find out that God's word is true. 
and you'll be rewarded. That word reward right there means results. The results are in keeping. But it also translates compensation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You get paid when you do what God says do. You get overlaid like Red Rover. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But I like this one. This one's a, you know, work with me on this definition. The word reward also means heal. H-E-E-L. Heal. 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 Yeah. Figuratively, it means the last of anything. The last of anything. Now, remember, God prophesied that there was coming a people who was going to bruise Satan's head with their heel. With his heel. We know that's talking about Jesus Christ himself. But we're his body. And we get to be the heel that puts our foot down on that heel that's trying to tell us to do something other than what God told us to do. Put our foot down on that snake so he can't run through our lives and do what he used to do. That's why figuratively it means the last of anything. In other words, the real reward that you'll experience from keeping God's law will be the last of the sin that used to operate before. Because the sin will come to an end and it'll become the last of that thing. It'll be the last of that thing, whereas it'll never be experienced by you no more once that word gets up on the inside of you. See, once that word gets up on the inside of you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, at that point, it's through. Because now you think like God thinks. And once you think like God thinks, then now you can go ahead and do, what, do some stuff that you really want to do and live out this thing that God has in store for you. Ah, let's do this one. This is the last one. Proverbs chapter 4, then we'll stop. Proverbs chapter 4. That's why when you get this, when you hear this word, then you ought to be like going at this word to grab hold to this word and be able to get it in your heart just as quick as possible by meditating and speaking it to yourself over and over again, by hearing it and hearing it and hearing it again. Why? So that you can get that thing up on the inside of you until that thing becomes you. You want to get it on the inside of you until it becomes you. Proverbs chapter 4, because it'll become you once it becomes you. Proverbs chapter 4, we'll start reading in verse 20. It says, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ears unto my saying. That word attend means to prick up the ear, hearken, prick up the ear. You know, you ever seen a dog, praise God, just sitting there, ears all all, all laying down or, or looking like they normally look? But then as soon as they hear something, they stand up. That's what God is saying. Whenever you get a chance to hear the word of God, your ears ought to stand up. Why? Because I'm listening intentively for something. Prick up the ears. Hearken. That's why it also translates give heed. Give heed to what God is saying to you. Eastside Detroit version say listen up. That when the word is being spoken, listen up. That's what you ought to teach your kids. Praise God. When you bring your kids into, 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 into adult service. Praise God. Teach them why they're in here then. Praise God. So they get to not paying attention. Listen up. Just elbow them softly. Praise God. So CPS don't be calling you for no bruises and stuff. Just elbow them softly. Say, listen up. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When they be like drawing weird pictures and showing them to you and stuff like that, you know, on, 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 on all the offering envelopes and stuff that's in front of you and stuff. You know, and they're, they're about to show you another weird picture and stuff like that. Tell them, babe, put that down. Pay attention. And they be like, oh, I don't want to pay attention. They say, well, you should go to children's church next time. Praise God. Amen. It said, my son, attend to my word. Pay attention. Listen up. It also means to regard. That is to take into account 
or to think highly of. But I like this definition. Mark well. Mark well my words. Mark like, yeah, label it, check it, tag it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.